Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to 99. We're in chapter 20 of Shemot, Exodus. I have to say, I am really, really loving Exodus. I think more than Bereshit, because it really is just the story of the Jewish people, how we became a nation. A nation. We learned so much. We learned so much about commandments. It's just, just beautiful. I used to not like. Shemot. No, I mean, not that I didn't like it. I just, I would just like, I just like Bereshit because it was the only thing I knew. But now I'm spending so much time decoding this and loving it. Yeah. So this is a big chapter. This is, this is, we're going to be talking about the Ten Commandments. Um, and this is huge huge <laughs> um yeah so chapter 20 here we go god spoke all the ten commandments in one single utterance he then went back and specified each one individually the jewish people responded yes to the positive commandments and no to the prohibitions i am god the god of every one of you who took you out of the land of egypt out of the house of bondage. This is the first commandment. Second commandment, bit. You shall not possess an idol of other deities so long as I exist. You shall not make for yourself a sculptured image of any picture that which is in the heavens. The heavens above, which is on the earth below, or which is in the water beneath the earth. You shall not bow down before them, nor worship them. For I, God, your God, am a God who is zealous to exact punishment, who visits the iniquity of the fathers upon the sons, upon the third of the fourth generation, of, whose, of those who continue in their father's way to hate me. But I act kindly to those who love me, and to those who keep my commandments for do, for 2,000 generations. Wow. Three. You shall not take the name of God, your God, in vain. For God will not absolve anyone who takes his name in vain. Four. Remember the Shabbat day to sanctify it. Six day you may work and perform all your labor. But the seventh is the day of Shabbat to God, your God. You shall perform no labor, neither you, your sons, your daughter, your maidservant, your, your manservant, your maidservant, your beast, nor your convert, convert who is within your gates. For in six days God made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. And he rested, so to speak, on the seventh day. Therefore, God blessed the Shabbat day by causing a double portion of manna to fall on Friday and sanctify it by not bringing the manna on the Shabbat. 5. Honor your father and your mother in order that your days will be lengthened on the, on the land that God, your God, is giving you. 6. This is the second tablets now. You shall not murder. 7. You shall not commit adultery. 8. 
you shall not steal. Even people kidnap. <laughs> um, nine, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. And ten, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, his manservants, his maidservant, his ox, his donkey, or whatever belongs to your neighbor. All the people could see the sounds, see the sounds. I love that. What is this? See the sounds. See the sounds, which God spoke. The torches, the sound of the ram's horn, and the smoking mountain. The people saw, and they trembled, and they withdrew backwards the full length of the camp. They said to Moshe, you speak to us and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us, lest we die. So this whole time, they heard God? Were they listening to God? I think so, because they were trembling, no? Moses said to the people, Fear not, for God has come in order to promote your reputation throughout the world, and in order that, having seen his awe, you will know there is no other than him, so that you shall not sin. The people remained a long way off. Moshe drew near, first through the darkness, then to the cloud, and deeper still, to the fog where God was. Now, additional commandments are being given. We're going to finish the, the chapter before before we um, read any uh, commentaries. God said to Moshe, Say the following to the children of Israel. You have seen that from the skies I have spoken with you, and I have shown my fire and might down on earth. You shall not make images of any of my spiritual servants that are with me. You shall not make the cherubim, from silver, thus rendering them as false gods. Rather, they must be made of gold. You shall make, you shall not make more than two cherubim, and if you do, I will consider them as false gods of gold. You should not make for yourselves a replica of the cherubim in your own synagogues. You shall make for me an altar attached to the earth alternatively filled with earth, and you shall slaughter near, near it your burnt offering and your peace offerings, which come from your sheep and your cattle. Whenever I allow my name to be mentioned, i.e., only in the holy temple by the priests, I will come to you and bless you. When you make for me an altar of stones, you shall not build them of cut stones, lest you wield your sword upon it and desecrate it by using an object of death to, to form the altar, which is an object of life. When you build a ramp to my altar, do not make it ascend with steps so that it will not look as if your nakedness is exposed upon it. That is the end. Um, 
I really want to look at this. All the people could see the sounds. Every person saw the root of his own life force. And with his own eyes, he saw that godly soul that we all possess. They didn't need to believe in the commandments because they could actually see the sounds. The way it is when God speaks. Is it, it is possible for a man to witness everything, to tremble and to be shocked. Yet he draws backward and he stands at a distance. Afterwards, God spoke through Moses, filtering his words through Moshe's voice in order to be compatible with the mortals. With mortals, but God surely knew that the people would not be able to receive the Torah directly from him unless his words would be filtered through Moshe. So why did he say them first in an incompatible way? Because God's initial utterance was the contradiction of his divine presence into all the holy letters of the Torah, both the written and oral law. It also filled the whole world with his glory. Once this was achieved, it is now the task of man to uncover the divine light that is implanted within the letters of the world. So there had to be one full disclosure of the divine, even if he, we did not fully appreciate it at all, all the time. The sow, the seeds of spirit into the world, which we could then dedicate our lives to cultivating. If the Jewish people had not requested for Moshe, you speak to us, but had heard all the commandments directly from God, they would have totally lost their evil impulse and would never have sinned from them on, from then on. Through saying you speak to us, they bring about all their own future sins. Hearing the commandments from the righteous Moses was a very great thing, but he was a mere mortal. To have heard them from God would have been a different experience altogether. Interesting. So they did hear it from Moshe. Um, the people remained a long way off. Scripture repeats this to contrast the people's deeds with Moshe's deeds. These people stood from afar while Moshe drew near to the opaque darkness. Oof, this is so intense, this is so intense. Is there any any rules about any commandments we want to look at? God spoke. If Israel sanctify themselves, they will always marry to hear the voice of God speaking to them as he did at Sinai. 
So wait, God did God speak? I'm confused. Did God speak or Moshe spoke? <laughs> I, I think God spoke. Hmm. I'm just I'm just like looking around, seeing if there's anything interesting. Huh. Honor your father and your mother. There are three partners in your formation. God, your father, and your mother. When you're when you honor your father and your mother, God says, I consider it as, as if I lived with them and they honored me. By honoring your parents, you honor God. A person should, uh, should recognize and act kindly towards anyone who has been kind to him. He should take to heart that his father and mother are the cause of his presence in the world, and therefore it is genuinely appropriate for him to honor them and assist them in whichever way he is able. For they brought him into the world and they toiled greatly with his needs when he was a child. By adopting this trait, he will come to recognize the kindness of God, who is the cause of both the person and all his, his ancestors back in the time of the first man. The Torah prohibits leading, leading lending importance to or honoring any intermediary. The sun gives you light and warmth on which your very life depends, yet you are forbidden to honor it. Why then may you honor your parents? It's a good question. Because your parents were given the free choice whether to have children or not, and whether to act kindly towards you or not. Therefore, even though God is the source of all good, it is nevertheless appropriate to honor. It is nevertheless appropriate to honor your parents in the spirit of of the saying, "To the wine belongs to the owner; the thanks are given to the butler." Tamud Babli Bavakoma. 92b. The butler may only be delivering the master's wine, but he had the choice whether or not to do so. Consequently, he needs to be thanked too. However, praising the sun, moon, and stars is inappropriate since they possess no free will at all. The first five commandments correspond to the second five. I am God corresponds to you shall not murder, since both compromise one. One single principle. One who murders diminishes the divine image, because man was created in the image of God. There's just so much to read and to learn from all the commandments. You know, so trying to see what else is interesting.
Okay, fine. We're already reading them, so might as well. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. With all these three commandments, the word lo, shall not, has a cantillation note instructing it to be um, chanted in a drawn-out fashion, making an in interruption. interruption. The trans this transforms the meaning of each phrase, suggesting that in certain circumstances, acts resembling murder, adultery, and theft are permissible. Hmm, what? What? I don't really understand. I just try to read it again. Don't really understand. But let's keep reading. You shall not murder. Without the interpretive note, you would not be permitted to enact capital punishment and there would not be social order. But since there, the note is there, what note? What is this note? The act is both forbidden and from permitted. I think like shall, like something positive and then no, is that like, is that what a note is? You shall not commit adultery. Without the inter inter interpretive note, you would not be permitted to proactively procreate or delight with your wife. Huh? But since the note is there, the act is both prohibited and permissible. With your wife? How do you commit adultery with your wife? You should not steal. Without the interpretive note, you would not be permitted to make personal issues of your teacher's wisdom or feast at a Torah scholar's enlightened, enlightened face. And the judge would be forbidden to expose the defendant's lies by questioning him deceptively. But since the note is there, the act is both prohibited and permissible. But when it comes to you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, there is no interpretive note. This act, then, is totally forbidden. Ah, this is the Zohar saying that. You shall not covet. I think there is a note here, shall not. Wait, there's a lot. Shall not murder, shall not commit suicide. Wait, I don't want to. You shall not covet your neighbor's home. You shall not, okay, never mind. It is possible for you not to desire a beautiful object if you are wise. It is possible for you not to desire a beautiful object if you are wise. If you realize that you can only acquire that which is willed to you by God, whatever God did not choose for you, you will be unable to attain by your own de devices.
Okay, well, I try to read, read as much as uh, interpretation as I can. This is very interesting. Thank you so much for listening. Yashir Koach.